Hi and welcome to Woodside Weekly, bite-sized, digestible, authentic English, straight to your inbox. <laughs> what witches wear? A witch is defined as being a woman with magical powers. Now, throughout history, they've been portrayed in many ways. At times in the past, they've been seen in a good light often as healers and wise women. However, through many periods of history, they've been linked to the occult, considered malicious, wicked women sorcerers who practice black magic. The image of a witch for many is an old woman with a pointy black hat, black clothes, a warty nose, long straggly hair, a hunched back and a wicked cackle. She sits making potions with her cauldron from her book of spells. A pinch of bat dust, a rat's tail, four frog's legs, whilst chanting, double bubble, toil and trouble. That's from Macbeth, the play by Shakespeare, by the way. Witches have been represented in literature and films for as long as we can remember. And I bet if I asked you to draw a witch right now, you would draw it in a very similar way to the way that they're often depicted, wearing black conical hats, black clothes, perhaps stripy tights, depending on the type of witch she is. She'll have a black cat and a broomstick. Did you know that the most famous witch of all time was the witch from the film The Wizard of Oz? In the film adaptation, the witch had green skin. She didn't originally in the book, however, but the iconic image of the witch in the film has stuck, and that's why very often you see witches with green skin. Why black? Well, obviously black has always been considered sinister. And the association of black with witches stems from the historical fears of the unknown and the perception of black as a symbol of darkness and the occult. And of course, in many, many cultures, black is linked to death and mourning. Let's move on now to talk about why the witch's hat is pointed and conical. The iconic witch hat There is a lot of information floating around regarding the reason why the iconic pointed hat is associated with witches. Some say that it has its origin in medieval times, when similar hats were commonly worn by both men and women. They were originally for the higher classes, but later they spread through most of the population and were worn by most people, even the lower classes. Over time, the ordinary headwear became linked with the image of witches, and this was because they began to be associated with the lower classes and immoral behaviour. Now, the witches began to wear these pointed hats too, just like the rest of the population, and they were associated with mysterious and unconventional practices, such as the preparation of herbal remedies and spells. Now, other sources say that it is due to the influence of alewives. They were women who made ale. Now, if you don't know, ale is a type of beer. 
Now, these women made the ale in their homes, and we're talking about this during the medieval times, and these women typically wore pointed hats so that they could be identified in a crowd by their customers. They played a very crucial role in providing a significant portion of the population with a safe beverage when, you know, at times when water was often contaminated. However, their profession was eventually stigmatised and they were associated with being loose women. Perhaps they were widows and it was the only way that they had to make money and they were people that made other people get drunk. So, you know, for all kinds of excuses, their profession was stigmatised and they began to become associated with witchcraft due to their use of herbs in brewing. This led to accusations of dark practices. So as the witch hunts intensified during the 16th and the 17th centuries, many alewives were targeted and they were accused of witchcraft, which contributed to their demise and the decline of their profession. Another possible origin of these pointy hats is it's connected to a religious movement in England and they were called the Quakers and they appeared around the mid-17th century. So in the mid-17th century, women of all social classes were wearing pointy hats and that actually coincided with the Quaker movement. Now, the Quakers wore black pointy hats. So... The Quakers were actually considered to be too radical by the Church of England and by the monarchy. And both of those bodies felt threatened by the Quakers because they began to preach that women and men were on a spiritual par, meaning that they were spiritually equal, to be on a par, to be equal. And they actually allowed women to preach. So the preaching Quaker women wore black pointy hats, aprons and high-heeled shoes. These women were eventually persecuted by the Church of England and by the supporters of the monarchy. On a more practical side, the conical hat's significance may also lie in its portrayal as a tool for channeling magical energy. In various cultural beliefs, the cone shape is associated with the idea of drawing power from the heavens down into the practitioner or the person performing the magic. The pointed hat could be seen as a representation of a witch's connection to the spiritual realm and her ability to harness mystical forces. Witches have been persecuted throughout history, despite the varied origins, and the pointed hat has become an enduring symbol of witches in popular culture. In contemporary times, the witch's hat remains an essential part of the imagery surrounding witches, and its silhouette is instantly recognisable and often utilised as a symbol of magic and mystery. So before we carry on, I'm going to help you a little bit with what could potentially be new vocabulary for you. So I'm going to give you a few definitions and some examples. So I describe the witch as being warty. Now, warty means to be covered in warts. Warty is the adjective, wart is the noun. Now, warts are small, hard, benign growths that grow on the skin. They're generally round and they're generally raised and they're caused by a virus. 
Now, in the depiction of witches, they're normally quite big and they've got hairs coming out of them. A wart. A witch may have a wart on her nose. If I say straggly, I describe the witch's hair as being straggly. That means that it's growing, it's hair that's growing in an untidy, irregular way, and it doesn't look healthy. It looks like rat's tails, straggly hair. Cackle. Now you probably heard the sound effect at the beginning of today's episode, the laugh. That's a cackle. Witches cackle. That's the way witches laugh. Stripey. Stripe is an adjective. Stripe is the noun. So if something's stripy, they're long, narrow bands of lines of a different colour from the rest of something. So they can appear horizontally, vertically or diagonally. You can have striped pyjamas. Witches have striped tights. If I say, uh, I was talking about the witch's green face and how we associate now that witches have green skin very often from the film of The Wizard of Oz. And I said, that image has stuck. If something sticks, it means it's become firmly established or difficult to eradicate. So his bad reputation has stuck. To stem from, that means to originate or to come from, to have a specific source. So the idea of black being associated with witches has stemmed from the sinister. To be linked. To be linked is to be connected or associated with. Now, when I talk about mourning, it's not mourning as in good morning. It's mourning as in M-O-U-R-I-N-G. Mourning. And that's the act of showing that you're sad, showing grief. And it's the period after someone's death. So people might wear black clothes when they are in mourning after someone's died. Now the word beverage is a synonym for drink. And it's a drink other than water. So it could be tea, could be coffee, could be juice, could be a fizzy drink, soft drink, a beverage. So very often when you go to a cafe in England, you will see uh, food and beverages on the menu. To preach. This is what the Quakers did, the Quaker women. When they gave their talks, their sermons, they deliver a religious discourse. So to preach, that's what priests do, they preach. And I explained in the audio already, but to be on a par with means to be equal or to be comparable with. So what better excuse today to teach you some witch idioms? Do you know what a witch hunt is? A witch hunt. This describes a situation where someone or a group of people are looking for another person or another group of people in order to punish them or reprimand them. So here's an example. I hope it's not true, but... The boss is so angry about the drop in sales, he's on a witch hunt. He's calling us all into the office one by one. The next idiom is the witching hour. Now this refers to a time past midnight where supernatural events are supposed to happen and where witches are at their most productive. The witching hour. A witch's brew. This is used to refer to the mixture of elements, just like a mixture of what a witch would make in her cauldron. 
Now it's often used in a metaphorical way to describe a chaotic or confusing situation. So you could say, the statistics are not clear, it's a real witch's brew, I don't know what's happened, we need to find out. English can be confusing. There's no denying that. And very often students ask me about how do you know that that word means what it means? Let me explain. For example, if I say to you, I don't know which exercise you prefer, we have a which, the relative pronoun which. If I say to you, the witch is performing her magic, we've got which, as in the person who does magic. Some of you say to me very often, okay, those words sound the same. How do you know what it means? It's all about context, all right? So you have to listen to the context. So I'm going to give you now some pronunciation exercises to practice, and it will help you, you know, get your your muscles, your tongue, everything moving uh, better, but it'll also help you think about which which is which, (laughs) okay? So let's go with the first tongue twister. Which witch whispered wonderful wisdom? Which witch whispered wonderful wisdom? Now you have to be careful to use just your lips. They're not, your throat should not be vibrating when you say the what. Which witch whispered? Which witch whispered wonderful wisdom? Here's another couple. Which witch brewed the potion that made the cat twitch? Which witch brewed the potion that made the cat twitch? Next one. The question is, which witch cast the spell that made the broom switch? Which witch cast the spell that made the broom switch? So, by the end of this, hopefully, you'll be able to decide which witch is which. (laughs) And finally today, let's end with a silly, silly joke. What's a witch's favourite food? sandwiches. Sorry, that's pretty awful and it's a dad joke. But I do remember here in Spain there is a bar cafe that I go to sometimes and for years and years they had on their menu board on the wall they had the word sandwiches but witches, the witches part was written as the witch, the witch that does magic. And you know when it's a sandwich it doesn't have a T, sandwiches. There we go. And that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening to Woodside Weekly. I'll be back again next week with more. If you did enjoy the podcast, then please remember to like and share. Thanks for listening.